0: Good afternoon, thank you so much for joining me today on the Casserole podcast. My name is Zach, this is the second episode in our series. The first one we talked about a word that personally does bother me, and that is the word maybe. We won't get into the word maybe too much on this episode. Something important that really ties into getting things done and becoming a doer is staying on time. Anyone who knows me personally knows that this is a huge struggle for me. A lot of podcasts, people often will talk about their past hurdles and how they have overcome them, but this for me is an ongoing struggle. I end up being late almost every single time. Unless I have extreme anxiety about what's coming up, I will almost always be late. I do not know why this is, and I think it could be attributed to one, of two reasons for anybody if you are one who is usually late there's probably one or two good reasons the first reason is that you are like an egocentric asshole and you just don't give a about anybody else's time this for me is not the case or so i hope i think it is the second reason and the second reason is that you are inefficient as fuck So what starts all of this? Is it waking up on time? Is it getting ready? Like, where can we pinpoint what's going wrong? For me, I will wake up on time, usually an hour early. That should be plenty of time to do everything that I need in my day-to-day life, brushing my teeth, taking a shower, feeding my cat. That should be plenty of time, right? That would be correct. However, today we have something like never before, distractions. We are surrounded by distractions everywhere, left and right. The whole purpose of social media apps is that they were designed scientifically proven to keep you engaged, to keep you in their app, watching ads, watching other people's stuff, figuring out your personality so they can target you with more ads, making them more money. And while this may sound depressing, social media has brought us an insane amount of positive things. Contrary to popular belief, I think that social media, when used correctly, can actually be a force for good. Never before in In human history, have we ever been able to communicate to such a massive amount of people in such a short and easy amount of time? The telegram used to take minutes to hours to be able to send, decipher, and you had to have trained professionals on both ends. However, social media allows anybody from anywhere to communicate with each other. Some social media companies such as Instagram and Facebook have already implemented automatic translation from other languages to dissolve the language barrier between communication on social media platforms. In a way, in a way, I feel like social media, when used correctly, can be truly an awesome tool. This is not a huge bust on social media. There are plenty of distractions out there. One of them for me is definitely non-social media related, and it's Clash of Clans. This is not sponsored, obviously, good god. Clash of Clans is just a game that has been designed to keep you engaged, to keep you coming back. There's daily tasks, and most games are set up this way, Genshin Impact, another game That I play has daily tasks, has rewards for coming back frequently, and it's these systems that are implemented to gamify social media and to keep you coming back. All of these games, apps, social media have been designed to make you lose your sense of time. By making you lose your sense of time, by making 10 minutes actually turn into two hours, they are manipulating you. They're changing the chemistry, the very foundations in your brain to make you stay engaged in their app. It's not because you don't know any better. It's because your brain is arriving to just have a hit of dopamine. And these distractions give you so much dopamine in such a short period of time, it's basically infinite. It's an infinite dopamine hit. This is pretty dangerous because once you start getting dopamine from something as consistent as an app you can choose to open on your phone whenever you please, you'll start to lose the effectiveness of dopamine hits by doing just everyday tasks like eating meals, drinking enough water, being on time. I have tried to make a rule that I will not touch my phone for the first hour of being awake unless it's absolutely necessary anything that is currently helping me to stay on time via my phone is permitted but everything else is not and i do think that people who are like me who have a problem with being on time and are almost chronically tardy um, are not late due to selfishness but are rather late due to poor time planning and almost a desensitization to the dopamine of doing daily tasks. I would like to note, I'm getting some of my talking points here from ink.com. They have a really good article about the psychology of lateness on their website. So I do highly recommend giving that a read, but they mention a really good point, And it's that being late is something that you need to apologize for. I've been fortunate enough my entire life to have parents that were very, involves in my early childhood and most of my young adult life, which I'm so thankful for them. However, this really set me up to have the worst time management skills humanly imaginable. This is because I never had to plan anything. I never had to actually time my breakfast or figure out what I'm doing because my mom or dad before school as a kid would just say, you need to finish breakfast in five minutes. We have to leave. That really messed with me because I never got the chance to really see how long does it take to eat breakfast? How long does it take to drive to this location? Thank God for Apple Maps, honestly a godsend for me because they give me an idea of how long it is going to take to get from point A to point B down to the minute, including the factors that can come in from traffic. The sad part is, is that even with this abundance of extra information, I can still somehow find a way to be late. I could be running out the door and say, oh my gosh, I forgot my watch. I can't go anywhere without my watch. I run back in, grab it, and then next thing you know, I am now going to be late by 3 minutes. With that being said, I think the best way to avoid stuff like this, try to minimize the distractions. Get everything that you have to do to be out the door done as soon as humanly possible. I think another thing that helps is if you're going to be early, you can still wait in your car and then leave your car a few minutes before, say, your appointment or your meeting. And that way, there's no rush and you know you'll be right on time. But also, you don't have to worry about the anxiety that can come with being too early. All right, pause. If you've gotten this far, you're probably thinking all of this just sounds like common sense. Hey, if you want to leave earlier, then you just need to leave earlier. Like it, it just sounds like common sense because it is. It is common sense. That's what's so upsetting. If it's so common and it's so easy to understand, why is it so hard to do? But to actually get up and leave early, at least for me, is impossible. It seems more likely that I'll be shot and struck by lightning within a three-minute period than actually be able to get up and leave early. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Why is it we have such a hard time, not just for leaving early, not just for minimizing distractions, but why is it so difficult to do things that we say we're gonna do? And that kind of ties into our last episode where we talked about being a doer instead of just somebody who says, I'm gonna go do this. I want to reiterate, you need to make it to where when you say you're going to do something, even if nobody's around to hear it, that you will still keep through on your promise. Just because there are no listeners does not mean that there is something to not be done. What I think I've pinpointed out of all of this is that I've been feeling lately as if I don't have enough time for myself. So rather than carving out healthy amounts of time for myself distraction free where I can do what makes me happy, instead I'd carve out this time within other people's blocks say work for example that's the most common one i'll say to myself you know i've had a rough week i'm going to get starbucks before work but i wound up leaving late with leaving late you lose the reward that comes with being early and that's stopping by Starbucks for a self-love latte. However, in my mind, I don't see it this way. I don't see it as, oh, I'm late and now I don't get this. For me, it's like, well, now this is even more of a reason I deserve this. I've been rushing all day and I'm going to be late anyways. Might as well have some coffee to go along with it. I just would like to say that it's okay to be late now and then. There's nothing wrong with that. However, if you feel like being late has become a chronic. issue for you, or maybe if you feel like you aren't getting as much free time as you deserve. I think that is a huge red flag to yourself that you need to start setting time for yourself distraction free to do something that makes you happy. If you like making music, if you like video editing, photography, walks, if anything at all gives you those hits of dopamine that don't involve a computer screen or your phone, I would say set that time aside. Put it in your calendar and plan it. How can you expect to be kind to others if you are not going to set aside the time to be kind for yourself? And I feel like being late is a huge breathing example of the consequences that come with not being kind to yourself because you wind up not being kind to others. Try planning on getting to your destination five to 10 minutes early. That allows plenty of time for something to go horribly wrong. And treat that five or 10 minutes as the deadline. Don't treat it as being early. Treat the five to 10 minutes as being on time. Thank you again so much for listening. I do have a website. It is zachduda.com, Z-A-C-H-D-U-D-A.com. There will be a little button that you can click on today's episode where you can send your feedback for today. Please feel free to reach out and tell me if anything resonated with you or if you have any tips or tricks that work for you that you'd like to share. Once again, thank you for allowing me to occupy 12 minutes of your Sunday. I hope that today's episode will help you make a difference, and I hope you'll join us for next Sunday's episode. So